Let's learn to live happy through the righteous ways by learning the teachings of what the Buddha says. Let's learn to collect merits and just make it last. Now it's time for the Founder Kids Podcast. Now we Homage to the Blessed One, the Worthy One, the Supremely Enlightened One. And homage to Lokuswami Nwahanse. Sadhu. 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 Peruan Saranai, dear Dhamma friends. Hope all of you are doing great today. May the Triple Gems bless you. I'm Anuki. I'm Lutam. And I'm Natalie. How are you all doing today? We're doing great. Thank you. How about you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you for asking. So, Litham, what's today's conversation about? Today, we will be talking about... About... Oh, dear! I forgot again. I am so sorry. It's okay. What, what went wrong? I seem to be forgetting a lot of things these days. I forgot to do my homework, then I forgot to help my aunt with some errands, and... Oh! And that's right, I remember now! We will be talking about different kinds of ways to cure forgetfulness! <laughs> that was very ironic, but yay, you thankfully remembered. That seems like a very, very interesting topic. And guess what? I think I know a thing or two about that too. Yes, so do I. This is going to be a great topic to talk about, especially in the context of today. With the advancement of technology and the chaotic daily routines we have. I know I have one. Forgetting things is nothing but a second nature to us. Trust me. Indeed. It will be a great topic to discuss what the Supreme Buddha said about forgetfulness and the reason why we forget even the smallest of things. I'm sure that everyone, including me, will learn a lot of things in today's episode. Yes, I completely agree with you and I'm sure our dearest Dhamma friends will learn a lot as well. So you see, most people in today's society or in today's world, especially children like you and me, who go to school have a very common problem. Anuki, do you know what this common problem is? Yes, I certainly do, Nepali. They are forgetful, or we like to call it mind blanks. They forget about 80% of what they were going to say or what they were going to do. But have you ever noticed that people remember the days when they have to attend a party, the releasing date of a new album by an artist, the whole list of functions on the new iPhone so they can convince their parents to buy to buy it for them, and so on. Have you noticed how peculiar that is? Yes, that's very true, Lithum. It's extremely peculiar, as they seem to forget the homework given by teachers, Dhamma sermons, and many other important and necessary things. I completely agree. We seem to remember unnecessary events and reject the important things. Like the saying, some things go in one ear and come out of the other. I guess you have to have enough merits collected in your previous lives to remember anything like that. 
because I've learned some karmic infects on forgetfulness. Oh, yes. I know a very nice story that I have learned about why we forget. I wonder what it is, Anuki. Yeah, me too. Let's hear your story, Litum. So you see, there was once a monk who had been newly ordained. And he was having a hard time memorizing a Dhamma stanza for four months. Wow, that long? The Dhamma stanza must have been extremely challenging and lengthy to take four months. Oh my goodness, I can't even imagine that. Well, it was in fact very short and easy. While the rest of the monks knew the Supreme Buddha's teachings by heart, this monk couldn't memorize a single stanza. What? He couldn't memorize a single stanza? What happened next? So, the monk's older brother, who was also a monk, suggested that he go back and live a lay life doing meritorious deeds. But the monk didn't want to leave, so he stood near the temple gates and wept. Well, I think I know what happened next. Supreme Buddha, our blessed one, out of great compassion, approached the monk, right? Indeed, Anuki. Then, the Supreme Buddha told the young monk not to leave, but instead taught a way that allowed him to remember. Do you know what it was? Oh, I know the story. So, this is about Chulapantika Arahan. The Supreme Buddha gave Chulapantika a small cloth in which the Supreme Buddha advised him to clean it while saying, getting rid of debt, getting rid of debt. And then the monk remembered the stanza. Isn't that a miracle? Well done, Natalie. I see you remembered. Then the Supreme Buddha uttered the great Dhamma and the young monk attained the great Arahanship. Wow, that's amazing. But may I ask a question? Of course. Well, why did this young monk only remember when cleaning the cloth and not by remembering like the other monks when like, like talking and saying the stanza? That's indeed a really great question that you asked, Anuki. I'm actually super, super grateful you asked that. Um, so you see, in the monk's past life, he was a Samanera monk. Um, sorry to interrupt, but what is a Samanera monk? A Samanera monk is a monk who has been ordained at a very young age and is observing the ten precepts before becoming a fully ordained monk. Ah, I see. Many merits to you, Ito. And Oh, and please continue, Ithuri. Thank you, Anuki. And I'd just love to emphasize that that question was amazing. And thank you for saying such a spectacular and insightful question. So back to the story. See, so you see, this Samanera monk had a brilliant memory. But he used to mock and tease the other Samanera monks who kept on forgetting. Yes. Then due to the demerits he gained by those actions, he was reborn as this monk who couldn't memorize this single stanza for four months. Isn't it just scary about how our actions, no matter how big or small, can affect us gravely, not just in one life, but for many lives after that? Of course! That is why we should do good merits, dear Dhamma friends. So what happened next to this young monk after listening to the Supreme Buddha's words? After listening about his past life, he became the apex of psychological powers of all the bhikkhus. Oh wow, what a very valuable story and a powerful position that monk was put in. That story definitely proves there are karmic reasons to forget as well. 
Yes, indeed, Anuki. And as demonstrated in this special story, people who mock, tease, or laugh at others who have bad memory will also end up having bad memory in their next birth due to karma. I know another way of karmic impacts on forgetfulness. Really? Great! Is there, a story, is there also a story behind it? Yes, of course. It's about a conversation of the Supreme Buddha and a Brahmin. That's amazing, Anuki. So do you want to tell us about it? I'm sure that our dearest Dhamma friends are also waiting to hear, right? Well, Nethali, Litum, and my dear Dhamma friends, we are going to travel back in time to hear the story of a Brahmin who came to the Supreme Buddha and asked a question. He asked, Venerable Sir, I keep on forgetting about the mantras or stanzas that I chant every day. Why is that so? Do you know what the Supreme Buddha said then? Hmm, I'm actually not that quite sure. How about you, Natuli? Um, I don't even know either, but I'm all years out. I would love to know. Well, you're about to find out. Our Supreme Enlightened One then said that when lust burns within the mind, people tend to forget easily. Yes, when people think of evil thoughts of bodily misconduct, they easily forget. Not only to lust, but also due to overthinking of money, house expenses, and other problems in our day-to-day -day lives that make the mind really stressful. A lot of what causes us stress is our attachment to materialistic things, like the example I gave. Yep, 100% with you, Anuki. You know, I know an example for that as well. Tell us, Natuli. When lust is created in the mind, it is like when someone adds paint into water. Doing so, nobody can see themselves in the water. That explains a lot, and what a great simile. Yes. Did you know that you can forget things when you get angry as well? Of course, Lithum. Let's see, what can we take an example of? Oh, I've got it. Let's take the example of a child. You see, this child doesn't bother to study at all. All and his parents continuously scold him. And then guess what? That child himself gets angry at his parents. Yes, and when this child loses their temper and can't stand their parents, this child breaks things, throws them, slams doors, and even tries to hit or scold their parents back. That is true. Then, as a karmic result, they unfortunately forget with ease. Not just that, but by taking out our anger on our parents who only wants us to see us grow, a lot of demerit is created. But that is another lesson for, an, for a later episode. There's also an example I know. Would you like to hear that, everyone? Yes, of course. We'd love to hear it. Sure, Litum. When you boil a pot of water until it starts to bubble up in steam, you won't be able to see a reflection in it. It is the same when anger arises in our minds and we forget. Wow, Litum, that was amazing. Thank you for telling us such an amazing phrase. I bet our dearest Dharma friends can agree that 
it summarized anger in such a spectacular mannerism, saying how the bubbles in the steam veil our reflection, and that's how anger acts, like it's it's behavior, literally. Yes, truly a spectacular simile, but that was also said by the Supreme Buddha. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Yes, the Supreme Buddha is indeed the wisest individual in this whole universe. Okay, let me tell you something that will probably... Wait, now what's a better word for it? Definitely blow your mind. Okay, here we go. Did you know that waking up too early is bad? No way! I always wake up too early. I thought it was great to wake up early. I don't wake up too early, but same here. I thought it was good to wake up early. How is it not good? Actually, waking up early is good, but waking up too early isn't. See the word catch there? Anyways, what I meant or what I'm trying to clarify is that some children wake up early to study, thinking that waking up at 3 a.m. or 2.30 a.m. is good, but really... It isn't. But why? I think because when we wake up too early to study, we will keep on drowsing off to sleep again while studying. Exactly, Litum. Sleepiness and laziness are also other factors as to why we forget with ease. Right. I have seen children getting up too early and studying with their books open in front of them. And then a few minutes later... They fall asleep with their head on the book. Yes! Thus leading to forgetfulness. So, it's best to wake up at 5am. Or maybe 4.30am. 5.30 is fine too, I guess. However, this doesn't mean you shouldn't study in the early morning. It is said that you remember the best in the morning as your mind is fresh. But not too early that you become drowsy and unable to think of things other than sleep. You should sleep at appropriate times too. A lot of the time people wake up at improper times because they sleep really early or late the day before, causing them stress as well. I agree. Yes, staying up too late isn't that good either. It's like a car basically. It can't continuously run and it needs some rest as well, just like a human. True, and if you feel a bit sleepy while you're studying, you could walk around a bit, do some household work, like cleaning up a bit. You could always wash your face, as it works well too. Did you know that feeling doubtful and suspicious also affects your mind and memory? Really? How? Take a monk, for example. This monk has has suspicions against the Buddha's teachings and the Buddha. So, wouldn't you easily forget the teachings? Ah, yes, Litum. In that case, I completely agree with you. And if we take a child who's just finished his exams, for example, he might be thinking this, will I be able to pass the exam? Or was the answer I wrote correct? Ah, like that. Absolutely true, Anuki. Yes, and another reason as to why we forget is because of regretfulness. When someone regrets something they have done, their mind is full of sorrow, which eventually leads to forgetfulness. I agree with Natalie, so it's best to not do anything to make us regret. Yes! 
Now let's recollect the cures for forgetfulness. Isn't it quite a long list? Yes, absolutely. But according to what I have learned today, we shouldn't wake up too early, but also not too late. Yes, and we shouldn't tease, mock, or laugh at anyone for forgetting. Definitely, and we should meditate more often so that we can remove anger and lust from our mind. Also, we shouldn't do any wrong actions by body, speech, and mind. Then we won't regret it. Oh, and we all know that darkness is a source for sleepiness, right? Yeah. So we should brighten our rooms if we're studying at night, but don't stay up too late. Yes, and evil thoughts of lust mostly arise in your mind when you are alone. So open your door and windows, let that sunshine touch your face. This was a great topic to talk about, right? Yes, Anuki, I have learned a lot today. Yes, I hope that our dearest Lama friends have learned something from today's episode. Why? Do we forget? Yay, we finally got it. So my dear Dhamma friends, it's time for us to conclude this episode for today. We encourage you to watch all the other Shrub.TV podcasts and practice the Dhamma diligently. And while you're at it, please go to serenecolumbu.org to explore even more of this supreme Dhamma, listen to more fantastic podcasts, and take part in Zoom programs for adults and children all around the world. We hope you don't forget what we learned today, as this is a very valuable lesson, my Kali and Amitras, that we have taught you today. And Litum, hopefully you won't forget what we have learned today or anything hereafter. Oh yes, don't worry, I will definitely not forget. Now let's share all the merit that we've collected today with all the heavenly beings, with our most venerable local Samanghanse and all the other monks and nuns all around the world, with all of our Dhamma friends watching this podcast and all the volunteers and Kalyanamitras behind the scenes who made this podcast episode possible today. And with all the living beings in all worlds. May the blessings and protection of the triple gems always be with you. Namo Buddha.